Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in. It's exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. Thank you for joining us this evening. My name is Tennille. I am here as your host this evening. Our pastor couldn't join us this week, but we will do our best to present Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches to you, where our main focus is to implement, sustain, and promote three things, and that's forgiveness, healing, and reconciliation with the people of God. I have a wonderful guest with us tonight. I have the pleasure of presenting to you Sister Stella Cavan, lovingly known as Mama Cavan. And we have been discussing in the past few weeks um, about dating and courtship and what the difference is. And I highly encourage you to look at our past sessions where Pastor breaks down the difference between courtship and dating. Um, and we asked Mama Cavan to help us in this area of marriage because uh, of her wonderful wit and wisdom in these subjects. And we pray that it'll be helpful to you this evening. So without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and begin our questions. And just so you know, this is a pre-recorded um, session. It is not a live session, but if you have questions, please feel free to um, ask those questions within the chat and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Okay. Um, but for now, we'll go ahead and ask the questions. Mama Kevin, in what ways does God warn people against a courtship? Begin a courtship. Correct. In what ways does God warn people against a courtship? Uh, let's see, I don't know how to answer that. How, in what ways would he be against them having a courtship? Well, for instance, if he sees, if God senses that this person is not for you, what ways does he warn them? Well, he would, he would, someone might come to you and tell you something that you need to know, or else uh, it's possible for you to even have a dream about that person. He can tell, he can also uh, let you see something that doesn't quite, uh, not quite like it, like it ought to be. And when you get these questions, you should have someone, a mentor or something that you could go and talk to them about it and they could help you. Not someone that's against that person or anything like that because some people are like they want you to be happier. They don't want them to marry someone because they don't like them or they'd rather have them for someone else. But a person that is altogether honest and for your best interest that they you know that you can depend on them to do that so when you see these little things and you will see some things it's true it's are questionable 
And when you do, right away, don't don't waste any time. Have prayer. Go to the right person and discuss them. And then kind of wait because you may see more as time goes on to confirm what God has shown you. Well, on that note, that brings us to the next question. Should a sister or perhaps a brother um, depend on their suitor's word or should they seek God for themselves? They should should seek God for for themselves. This individual, and you have to know the truth. And you don't ever know a person's heart or even the way That's a person the can perceive themselves. <laughs> it's true. Very true. They may think much more of themselves than what they really are. Or they may be very careful to ignore some of the things that or mistakes or problems that they had had in order to cause you to want them. So you have to be very careful. Yeah. He's, that's why he said, acknowledge him in all yeah, things. So true. And he would direct so your path. True. That's yes. the important thing. When you're going out with them, pray. And while you're sitting there, pray. When you're Amen. listening, pray. Amen. And God will show you. He's faithful. He doesn't want you to get in a bad marriage. So you that's can just true. bring him right on into it. If he can't come in there, then you know you don't want it. Very true. With that being said, then, what are the signs of a pure courtship or earmarks of a pure courtship? Well, it's a a clearing. It's just like, you know, I'll say like you had problems with somebody or something like that Mm -hmm. and you acknowledge it and clear it up. It's, It's just clean. It's pure. It, yeah. I mean, you can feel the cleansing. You yeah. can feel you can feel that that there's nothing there. There's nothing comes in your mind. Even it just doesn't. You just feel that even with relationships with your friends, you yes. can feel when it's clear and when it's not. That's true. There's an ease in it. There's an ease in that process. Also, a comfort in that Absolutely. relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 It's now, relaxing. Yes. Yes, it is. Now, I'm going to shift a little bit here. This is for those that are married. Now, if the spouse is doing wrong, or even unmarried at this point, I think this question could relate to both parties. Now, if the spouse is doing wrong, should you tell the ministry? Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. If if he wants to marry you, and definitely. You should have some a minister that you can tell him what's going on. Okay. That's a very interesting question because, you know, so many times, especially if um, that individual is claiming salvation, then, you know, you would want to have some kind of guidance as to what to do in, in that particular situation. I mean, I, I believe your intent is not to expose the individual, but pretty much to get help for yourself on how to handle these situations. Is that fair to say? Right. Well, the thing about it is, if you know that before you're married, and if you can't be honest and even honest with him, as far as that's concerned, your marriage is not going to work. That marriage is built on communication, opening up, exposing things that are not what they're supposed to be, and discussing them and coming to some conclusion. So the ministry should be aware of it because he's up there saying you know, putting you together when probably if you had told him what you told him, 
that he would not have gone along with the marriage at all. Correct. I agree. And uh, we're going to shift here a little bit here, um, changing topics. But before we do, just want to encourage those um, who are listening to write in, call in, give us your, your, your questions. Tell us what you feel. Tell us what you think about our podcast, what you say means so much to us. Um, so I'm going to shift here a little bit. And again, if you have any questions or comments about the topic at hand, specifically about courtship and marriage, please um, just chat, just type in your questions or concerns in that chat. We will get back to you as soon as we can and try to address those situations in our podcast. So please feel free to um, share your questions, comments or concerns with us. We would greatly appreciate that. But I'm going to shift here a little bit. Pastor was very um, passionate when we began this podcast about reaching the young people. And um, we have noticed this um, chain of, of bitterness that has um, unfortunately um, grown within the past few years. So I have some few questions um, to ask because we'll be you know, we that's our desire. This is what our hope is to reach those young people. So um, I'm going to ge- change gears here and ask some quest- questions related to our young people. And I'm hoping you can help us out, Mama. Okay, um, just before you do that, though, I think sure. you were saying if your husband is doing things, then I think that's a little different. And okay, you would have to ask. I would ask my husband, let's you and I go to the ministry and talk to them okay. together. Right. So right. I wanted to say, you know, that that's a different thing when you get married. Then that's right. a totally different thing. If your husband's unsaved, I don't know that you want to expose him. That's right. a totally different thing. Right. So, so that's true. But what if you're not married at that time? Would, would it make sense to? Yeah. Now, at the time you're not married, I okay. feel like you should take it to him. And maybe, uh, like I say, with a church of God girls, they're very naive and many times they don't very know true. or understand what to do. Yes. So a man that's kind of been a man, he knows what goes on out in that world and all. And he kind of tell you, you know, this is not the way it's supposed to be and all that. So Very true. Very I true. I think different. So, but anyway, we'll go to the young people. Good advice. Thank you for that, Sister Kevin. Now, the first question was, There was a question about older saints being real. Does this have an effect? Absolutely. We have, we, (laughs) I was thinking about that, some things that are going on in, you know, going on in my home and all that. And I was thinking about uh, where you have to be very careful, even in the home, that you at all times manifest the right spirit, and take the take the the lower, or the the humility, the humble route, in order to be the children can look upon you and realize that you are truly a saint. Because if they can't if they can't uh, say it, who can? True. They're the ones that live with you. So People out in the world, and I've often said that they say, "Oh, she's so and so and so." I say, "I can't tell you that because I don't live with them." If I live with them yes. on a daily basis, then I can tell you how they conduct themselves very and true, whether they're true. really true or safe or not. And that's the truth. That's the truth. Because people and can put up a front. <laughs> absolutely. And the thing yeah. about it is, 
if we don't realize our children are watching us, everything that we do. That's the and truth. later on in life, they will remind you of some of the mm-hmm. things, you know, that weren't quite what they ought to be. So we have to be very careful to be true, a real saint of God. And it takes a lot of prayer and a lot of wisdom. We can't just jump on things and do all that. We have to be very careful in how we teach our children to love the saints. Amen. Not, And we don't sit around running them down and saying things we shouldn't about them and all. We have to be careful about that. Very good. Now, what do you think, um, Sister Cavan, causes the bitterness between young people? A lot of them really, the parents are put a lot of stipulations on them. And sometimes some of the other children are allowed to do some things that they can't do. And they're, they can be overly strict. I mean, it, I, they mean well. Don't misunderstand me. But they can. you can be overly strict. You can just... Put, make it make it very unpleasant. It's just yeah. laws, laws, laws. And what about yeah. finding yeah. some things for the children yeah. to do to enjoy themselves when people are not being kind to them like they should? How you can just kind of smooth that over and still treat the people right and still treat the child right and, you know, get to the bottom of it or go to the ministry and let him talk to you and talk to them and talk to the people that are not doing what they ought to be. Communication is so important. Yes. And I love that about a minister. He, if anything came up, he would bring in all the people and everybody would sit there and say what they said, what they did, just expose it all. And when you left, you knew the truth and you knew how to to conduct yourself. It was wonderful. And he kept down a lot of problems that way. And it's true. Communication is the key, even with your children, not necessarily uh, the saints, but with your children. Communicate uh, with your children also. I think that that's uh, very, very vital. I I speak for myself. I put myself in this group as well. Um, Now, why is it so difficult to forgive? Why do you think it's so difficult? I think a lot of it is taught, just like with my, in my home, that was taught. Forgiveness was was taught. If something happened, we we just we had to forgive. We come back, and you know, I dad, I shouldn't have spoken to you like that, or mom, I did so and so, or whatever. So I mean, you just kind of raised up with you with my children. This same wise person was saying, like my children would be fighting among themselves. I'd make them go sit on the couch and hug each other. Mm. <laughs> One wouldn't want to do it, and the other wouldn't want to uh, do it. That would be tough. <laughs> well, you sit there until you oh, can do it. Wow. Time you it worked. Okay. <laughs> it kept down I got to try that one. <laughs> <laughs> and so when they, and even in adulthood, there's some situation that came up, you the parents should never take sides with one to the other like that. The thing to do is to treat them both well and you speak to them and treat them and keep praying because when you take sides, then you get in the middle of it. So I don't do that. I don't sit around if one child isn't doing what they're supposed to be. I'm not going to sit around with the other one and talk about how 
that was not doing what they ought to be. I don't, I, a lot of things I don't even devolve to say, right. no. Right, right. Because that that will bring enmity between them. And I'm and praying true. that they will, you know, get back together again. Right. And they do eventually. Right. So by me staying out of it, and they still only have one mother, so <laughs> you're not going to come to me and run that one down. And right. so, you know, if you are you come over, I'm not going to stop that one from coming over because you're coming over. I'm not going to be in the middle of it all. I'm not going to take yeah, sides like that's that. That's the best. That's the best route. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Best yes, route. Stay right there. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Now, should or does a young person have a strong foundation? Strong foundation? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. That is That is critical. And it's up to the parents to put that foundation there, certain things right. that they right. can do. And I think it's very important for us to, I don't know that I was always that way, but to always show kindness, you know, toward, even toward the children. You don't have to badger them or overbeat them or overpunish them. And, you know, you can just get too too radical. And when you do that, there's something in the child to realize that this is not fair. <laughs> There's something wrong here, you know? So you have to be very careful. I know uh, there was a person that in dealing with their children, and the child wasn't truthful like they should be. They would sit there all evening long. Okay, now tell me this story again. <laughs> so after a while, it's like hugging. <laughs> after a while, you say, you know what? <laughs> Dad, I did so and so and so. And then he said, okay, I would, you could have gotten by. If you told me the truth at the beginning, I wouldn't have punished you. But in as much as you lied, now I'll have to punish you for that because that was wrongdoing. And in that, they helped the child to learn how to be honest in what they were saying. Right, right. But it was always in kindness. He was never saying, no, no, you you need so and so. Never. It was always, okay, just tell me the story again. And after you tell it after a while, it, you can't even tell it straight. Right. <laughs> That's smart. That is smart. Wow. Yeah. But, but yet, when you finish, you're relieved because you were able to get that out of the way and tell the truth. Right. I think that's great. You know, as a mother myself, we can tend to take the children for granted. You know, we tend to be kind to the saints or to the individuals, but we don't realize that the children are watching and and they're just as important, if not more important, because they see, they see everything. You know, they see everything. They know everything. You know, they see you at home. They know how you really live at home. They yes. know what you're doing, you know, so yes. it, it's vital, I think, so yes. critical that we implement those um, fruit of the spirit from yes. home. And that's where it yes. begins. It begins yes. in a home. Yes. You know? Yes. So they're, they're part of that. Absolutely. Right. And that's what he said. They'll rise up and call you blessed. And they will. Yes, ma'am. Yes, that's ma'am. When you've done the best you can, we can always do better. True. But when they can rise up and call their that called you blessed. That is the greatest, besides God welcome you into heaven, that is one of the greatest things that can happen to a parent, that the children appreciate what you did for them. That is a blessing. Amen to that. Yeah. Well, we have one more question. Now, do they, and I'm referring to the young people, do they look to men more 
than God? Uh, no, that that's the problem is that in those that I'm in contact with, I mean, some that I or hearing from what they're saying is they no longer have confidence in the ministry anymore. So to me, if I were in that position, I would, I would, uh, if I really wanted to be saved, really get things straightened out, I would spend time in fasting and prayer for God to lead me where I should go. Because there were situations in my life where I had to leave some congregations or whatever. And and in so doing, I didn't just get up and walk away. And like I said, I did, you know, correct the fact that you only leave for one purpose. But that's not true. I mean, God knows when he tells you to leave, he knows what you're why and what and where for. So I can leave it there. But the main thing is, is when you leave, Make sure there's nothing there. You don't want that. And if you don't have anyone to go to, God is always there. He will even bring somebody to you that you will have confidence in and help you. If right. all he, there is no limitation to what God will do if you really want to be saved and be right. That's why he can judge us. Otherwise, he couldn't. Very true, yes. But he has everything available Amen. to us Amen. in order for us to get the help that we need. And I'm not talking about something I think. I'm telling you what I know. That he can, it's just amazing the things, the miracles that he can bring in your life in mm-hmm. order for you to make it. You listen to these different programs sometimes and people, they never knew about God or anything God just brought somebody in their in their path and passed them them a track, and that was it. And from that day on, they searched for him. Didn't know what church to go to, didn't know anything. And he led them all the way. Either he's all that we say he is, or else he's no he can't be nobody. Hmm. And either he loves us like they like he says he does, or else he doesn't really love us and care whether we are taken care of or not. And this is what we have to believe. A lot of people have operated under unbelief. They didn't really believe what was being taught them. Right, right. But if you embrace what God is saying and believe it, there's no limitations of what he can do for you in your life. Amen. Under any circumstances. Health, just like wedding, sickness, health, (laughs) all that, he'll, he'll sustain you through it all. And when I'm saying that the very vows that we give to, um, like for our marriage, that's the same thing that God can do for us, for us. In, in our life, in whatever situation. That's what I'm saying. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you for that. That was much needed. Now, before we let you go this evening, what advice would you give to that young person <clears throat> that is bitter? <clears throat> what advice would you give to that young person? And for that individual that wants to reach that better individual, what advice would you give to both both sides? It's, it's going to take prayer to break it. It's going to really first for them to recognize the fact of what God is, what the devil is doing to them, because mm-hmm. he's actually destroying them. They'll never make heaven in that in that uh, way that they're doing. And the very fact that they're holding the person does not mean that God hasn't forgiven them and that person can get saved and go to heaven and they will go to hell 
holding somebody mm. like that. So it's all a no-win situation. So true. And the only way is for, number one, is for you to start seeking God. Say, Please, I'm bitter. I know I'm bitter. I want you to help me. I need help. I need you. Only you can take this away from me. This is something that is going to destroy me. And really be honest with yourself. Don't right. don't make excuses. Right. But they did this. They didn't know. Right. No, 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 right. no, no, no. Right. It right. doesn't matter with anybody. I always go to, Amen. what's her name is, Tin Boom or whatever she said. Those people, right. she watched them kill yes. her loved one and all that. And Ooh. she forgave them all. So are you you mean to tell me that you've had that happen too? <laughs> no. True. Mm-mm, mm-mm. True. <laughs> we, can, we can do it. That's right. Absolutely. It, and it's can. such a freedom. Oh, it's, it feels so good to go among people and have nothing against anyone. It's beautiful. Even if they said that it, 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 it is. It's a beautiful. rest. It's a peace. Yes. It passes all understanding. Uh, when you are bitter, you're in bondage to that person. And that's the truth. That's yes. the truth. Yeah. You're and you limit free. yourself. You really Absolutely. do. Absolutely. You don't want them around. You don't want them to get up and breathe. You don't want them to be Get up. That's right. Your body language shows you get up and walk out of church while they're preaching and let them know, I don't want to hear what you have to say and all. And you're not doing anything but hurting yourself. You can sit there. Even if they're not saying what they ought to, I can sit there and listen. It's okay. It's not going to kill me. If I get up, I'll go back and have prayer. Your God, give me some more grace. Grace, pour it on down. <laughs> but I can sit there and I can be kind. That's I can speak right. to them. I That's don't right. have to let them know That's that the I truth. don't like you. And I don't have to go to every member of the church and let them know about what he did to me or how he treated me. And That's right. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Tell it to Jesus. He knows that he can help. That's where you get your help from. <laughs> so true. He's beautiful, beautiful, so beautiful true. God. He's wonderful. Beautiful for situations. Everything. That's right. That's right. 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 Well, that's the God we serve. And we encourage you, if if you are feeling bitter tonight, if you are going through uh, these situations or these emotions, we encourage you to go to church. Yeah. Go to church. Reach out. Talk to God and know that we are here for you. We love you. This is why we're here. We have no other agenda but love. We love you. We want you to reach out, whether it's to your uh, church or to us, if if, if needs be. You can reach us out. We can reach out to us. Like I said earlier, you can um, uh, reach out on our uh, chat. There's also a number that you can call. Um, I'll see if I can pull that up before I let you go because we love you and we want to show our love to you. But you can um, text your anonymous questions or comments if you're not comfortable putting it in the chat. That number is 866-538-3664. Or you can reach out to our pastor, Prince Moon, at reach1 at AOL.com. That's spelled R-E-E-E-E-C-H-O-N-E at AOL.com. Or call 478-283-9093. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us this evening. Mama Kevin, thank you so much for your Can I wisdom. add one thing? Please do, yes. Yeah. Okay, I wanted to say that, remember, no one can really define you. If God justifies you, you're justified. Amen. If he doesn't, Amen. 
it's it. And so he's the one to go to.